Hello, hello everybody, Brian here at quantlabs.net. Let's go over um, what's happening in the world of mainstream stuff, Forex, CFD, poor man's gateway to the futures market. I uh, put up a video yesterday, didn't realize my audio was garbled, so this is another attempt at it with the most up-to-date uh, information. So let's pull up the um, finance, Yahoo Finance, see what's going on, everything's down. Um, Gold is up. You know, looks like that's confirmed. Looks like Bitcoin's down pretty severe as well, as well as the crypto 200, CMC crypto 200. Uh, right now, I'm sure the Asian market Nikkei is up. So let's do what we usually do here. You can see everything silver here and uh, Canadian dollar. I was using the monthly view. You can see it's steadily climbing. Been uh, dropping over the last few months. So it started dropping in 2020, September uh, 2020, went flat uh, as well. That's uh, gold now, in Canadian dollars. I'm sure I could do the same thing here with, uh, similar story with uh, gold and the Swiss franc. Same with, um, not too bad with Euro. It actually has been very flat. Just goes to show that this currency is questionable see the pound same thing very flat uh, as well so that's gold and pound uh, gold in the <laughs> in the uh, uh, Hong Kong dollar not looking good let me just make sure for the British pound here gold again so there you go similar story with all the other currencies with the British pound New Zealand um, so you can see it doesn't matter which currency just overall gold has the same pattern one thing I do stress with people is make sure you understand here, this is a way into data, uh, Forex, and uh, you can see very, no one wants to hold US dollar. That's the key takeaway among all these, this type of analysis. Uh, Canadian, uh, US dollar uh, is at its lowest participation rate. You can see here, um, gold in Singapore. Um, now we're getting a silver. So when you start seeing these precious metals, it just goes to show that uh, there is a definite concern with precious metals and, and usually you would think Bitcoin traditionally is a place to hide out in. I'll be going over that in my webinar tonight, um, why that's happening. I just uh, found out some news uh, yesterday, which would make sense, but I'm not going to mention that on YouTube. It's not safe. Um, so here we go with silver again. Let's look at the monthly view again, Canadian dollar. See that spike there. What month is that? That is January, July. 1st of July 2020, I'm not sure what happened then. I guess that's when the economy started to recover from the global sickness. It's been kind of declining since. And the silver here, let's just always make sure the pattern's the same. Yeah, it is pretty well for Swiss franc. Just, it's, it's just overall, like there's really no escape, it seems, from any of this BS. Uh, short term as well. See that similar pattern there in the Euro, silver in the British pound as well um, I did put up a, a something I can't remember with the British pound being better I think it was a pound pound in the euro uh, which was or is it the euro and the pound but um, let me just show that so out of all the big currencies the only currency um, worthy is uh, I'm not sure if it, it's definitely the British pound and I'll show you why as I look at other um, currencies here but on a monthly basis here um, one thing I want you to take away from this this is the 
the, the combination euro and British pound. Most, um, you can see how far back it goes to January 2003. Most currencies will uh, peak in 2007, have a sudden drop off because of the financial crisis in 08, 09, and then it goes flat. Uh, that's the general pattern. But you can see here with the euro uh, and British pound, it's been stable. So that would tell you that the British pound seems to be stable uh, since at least 2015. Because I think because of the Brexit, that's where the wealth goes, I would think. But anyways, let's continue on with this analysis here. All right, so let's talk about what um, my last video yesterday was about. It was about, um, again, monthly view. When I'm going to show you the major currency pairs with the Western ones, you'll see the really bad declines uh, with them. And just they're not holding value internationally. So you can see here, this one is, is not the best either. But considering what I'm about to show, you can see that volume pick up there. This is the Euro um, South African Rand. Really important to understand that this is trending, even though it's really choppy, but it's trending up. Uh, it's very important to know that it's one of the very few currencies that is able to do that since around before 2007. Uh, another example here, if you were to look at the monthly view with Hong Kong, uh, you can see that big rise rally up, similar to what happened in China. Um, and it's gone flat since and really gone nowhere or it's very range bound. Uh, so to hold it in uh, Hong Kong 33, not a very good wise move. But then you look at, um, even though it's in a short term decline here for the IN India 50, that monthly view here, you can see it's done fairly well, fairly well, it's very strong. What matters here is the steepness of this rally since the uh, global sickness has kicked in, uh, actually, you'll see the best one here. Now, remember, these are excellent scores. So here is another uh, British pound in Singapore. So Singapore is where people think might be safe. That's not the case when you look at the, the GDP against debt. Uh, it's one of the highest in the world, actually, um, and you'll see why. So this is the pattern I'm talking about. So we're going all the way back to 2005. You can see it started to decline, and it's gone flat since. This is in Singapore dollars. This is why it's not safe to hold Singapore dollars because of the debt level of Singapore. People don't know that with the social programs that go on over there. Uh, there's no tax, but the wealthy still keep uh, Singapore propped up. Here in Taiwan, this is probably one of the best performing exchanges in the world up to a point. Um, you see that here. Now remember what I said about the steepness? You see how uh, shallow this was just for like four months? with the uh, global sickness. So it was very limited in terms of how much Taiwan was hit and then just really, really recovered quite nicely. Uh, and just recently, it's really only because of the China saber rattling of attacking uh, Taiwan that the, the market's gone flat. But generally, this has done very well. Another one, uh, US Taibot is another one, uh, has rallied decline short term this is not looking too bad now again this doesn't mean that type uh, bot is strengthening because it's not but when you do the flip side it would mean that the type bot is actually crashing against the US dollar but again depending upon your uh, view the US dollar is not very strong as well but we know that the US dollar is the so-called world reserve currency but I think the credibility of that as the uh, government and the Fed Federal Reserve is cranking out 
uh, fake money the last uh, couple of years and the trillions that it's been pumping out. Uh, so here, Thai, Thai, Thailand's not doing awesome, but there's other currencies that do fairly well um, in foreign lands. But you can see here, just it's done pretty good since uh, January. Uh, so that is an okay investment short term. Here's a two year uh, for <clears throat> Treasury. See that decline? That's not a good sign. That's just the overall. People don't want to hold this U.S. Treasury. The credibility of the U.S. is obviously in question. You can see here this should be spiking, which it has, even this year. As soon as they start piling on those stupid uh, packages that they're putting out, stimulus, look what happens. It declines. So uh, that's what's been going on. Uh, let's look at here. Uh, U.S. check. Um, again, short-term rally gone flat. Fine. Monthly view says it all. Look how all of the plat place it is. This with Czechoslovakia, Hong Kong we looked at as well. Um, but uh, since October, it's done a really solid rally, trending up. Again, choppy though. Um, so again, here this is really crazy. Very range bound, but it's definitely strengthening here since the beginning of the year. So maybe Hong Kong may be uh, a place to go. But here you can see what typically happens: parabolic. Uh, again, USD uh, Rand, you can see here it's been rallying. So all the Western major countries are not looking too good when you see that. When you get um, South, uh, South Africa, I would have also said um, Turkey, but uh, let me show you Turkey while we're here. So here is, um, uh, well, we've seen that. Okay, so let's, let me show you uh, Turkey. Uh, over the last few months. The, you probably read about the uh, crash of the currency, TRY, Turkish Lira. So you can see here it just spiked like crazy. It's almost doubled, very close to doubling. Monthly, uh, is that a monthly view? Believe, yeah, it's a monthly view. So even if you go on a, let's say a, a six hour, you see that big, big run up. Um, now if you trade this way, Euro in, in Turkish Lira, you would have made quite a bit. Um, if you want to short it, would have been would have been very predictable. Um, but here, the hourly view, this is what's been going on. It's been stable. It's so stabilized. It's not been rallying at all. So I think that seems to have temporarily at least come to an end. But you can see here that that massive spike. So um, again, that's Euro. Turkish Lira and that's the same with uh, USD in Turkish Lira as well. So it's now once you start to see the excellent score for for commodities namely in agriculture you know things are not looking good. Uh, you can also probably see that there's concerns when you start to see gold and silver at the top. Usually people would probably pile into uh, Bitcoin but we already saw the performance there just alone today with Bitcoin so yeah, when it starts to agriculture be the top picks, it's not a good thing. But anyways, let's look at these. So again, monthly chart says it all. It's been rallying all year. Okay, so there is definite inflation, but the volume's dropped. I'm going to show you some other ones where inflation doesn't seem to... Between May and, and maybe last month, November, there just doesn't seem to be uh, the concern of inflation. So this one's corn, and again, this is what I'm talking about. You can see here it rallied, gone up in price. 
<clears throat> from May 2020 to April 2021, and it's been declining. So again, this is a basic food product, and it's declined. Now it's gone flat. So again, this is where I kind of question this so-called inflation. Obviously, it's there, but I mean, it's a real thing, but not 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 in these commodity products. It's it's at the processing and at the logistics of the transporting of it is, is the problem. <clears throat> but the raw product is not really showing any real inflation. So again, when you start seeing these exotics, the franc, Swiss franc in Japanese yen, Swiss franc in the in the rand, that's excellent. There's something brewing, man. There's something dangerous lurking in that water. And so let's look at the um, monthly report here. You can see it, it's in, it's it's rising. Okay. Swiss franc in Japanese yen. Yeah, those are supposed to be the two safe haven currencies. So um, I'm not seeing. I'm not able to show you some of the major pairs. Uh, we'll probably see them eventually. Again, same pair there. Pound against the the rand. Again, monthly view. It's trending. Why? Why? Why would it trend? Uh, <clears throat> okay. Here's the uh, German top thirty markets stock market trending again what we're looking for to know where the best place to go Germany but it's not very steep after that recovery after that um, global sickness business but compare that to the US like here on the monthly view this is definitely a place to go you can see it's very shallow and just boom but compared to that to uh, Taiwan <clears throat> you would have gotten better performance over a certain amount of months SPX same thing this is the uh, S&P 500 similar pattern okay but not as steep not as steep here's the top US 30 um, same thing okay so now we're getting into the major pairs this is what I want to show so again forget all this range balance stuff this is this is really you can't trade that but this is what I want to show look you got a peak here it's been in decline since here May 12 2004 a little bit of a rally and then it goes flat again. Like that's major currency. So here's the British pound and the Japanese yen. Solid decline. Monthly view, same thing. Uh, another one, USD, Japanese yen. This one's not so bad because it's a Japanese yen. Because it's been stable. Uh, slight decline, but did rally and went flat. Or what about the franc, the Swiss franc? So here with the Swiss franc, what does this say? It's been a solid decline solid decline and uh, been flat since so when it comes to Switzerland my view is I believe that Switzerland's lost its luster in terms of uh, places to go in terms of international banking because like Germany have clamped down on that and it's really hurt obviously the Swiss franc here uh, Norway this is an oil trade that's why it's rallying here but I, I'm sure I could show you uh, oil but again, it's not a top-ranked uh, asset here. But when you look at how do I know things are not looking good, not as many excellent score, and that's that's a, another sign that things don't look good right now. You see, but either way, uh, USD Norwegian rally declined a little bit and gone flat. Let's look at the monthly view, slight trend, but this is probably in the same uh, pattern as oil price Brent crude WTI 
Here's Sweden. Been rallying, okay, between uh, here November 8th till the 28th and gone flat. Let's look at the monthly view here. So look at this. It's kind of gone all over the place starting January, sorry, January 2014. Started to trend up a little bit. Uh, this one here, USD Denmark, rallying on flat. Monthly as well, same thing. There's definitely no trend move up. Okay, now we get to look at a gold and Australian dollar. Uh, gold and Australian, short term, flat. Okay, monthly. Solid, no, I won't say solid trend, but it's gold. In Australia, same patterns I've shown before with this, like a little different than the Canadian dollar as well, which I showed, but it's very similar across all these currencies. Um, this is the important one. This gold-silver ratio, this is the important one. When this starts to go up, this is a real concern because this is the classic indicator you use, very 100%, 150% reliable in terms of what's going out in the world economy. Here you see it start to rally from 74 to 82. That's a big jump, but on a monthly view, if you just look at this, rallied a little bit, went up uh, as the 2008, but from a world perspective that that's nothing compared to what the uh, global sickness did you can see that big spike there but between January 11th to here uh, the beginning of last year 2020 you can see it's been rallying and put the same and actually see the same level of risk uh, as back in 2008 and that was like when supposedly the whole financial system was ready to well it was at the abyss but you can see we've gone past that and the Federal Reserve and other central banks have gone crazy printing out fake money and now they go into this uh, modern uh, modern theory, what do they call it? Modern, modern, modern financial theory, whatever they call it. Clearly not working. Then the spike came, dropped back, and now it's starting to eke up again. Very reliable uh, indicator. Really, 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 uh, yeah. Australia 2000, sorry 200, um, no different than all the other uh, markets, but it's been very flat for the last few months, and I blame that a lot on, again, their military style lockdown. So here's China, very flat, very range bound. What matters again is the overall trend. You can see it's moving up, okay, um, monthly view, but obviously US and other Western are, uh, Outperforming, and that's because of the amount of um, the amount of liquidity put into the global or the U.S. economy, and the wealthy um, are able to probably borrow to the max, get maximum returns, and then that's why they're able to build out the wealth that they're doing um, by by maximizing what they have available to them, put it into the markets, get a pretty solid return, and uh, that's why they're wealthier than the average Joe. Um, so here you can see it's starting to rally since uh, beginning of December, gone flat again. Uh, Europe, um, again, if you remember, it's been a fairly decent return, and that's what they're doing. Obviously, Europe, uh, U.S. is the better place. If you knew about um, Taiwan, that would have been better for you. Would have outperformed it. But anyways, Euro in Australia. Uh, there's a short term, but here's the monthly view. This is what really, really matters. 
same pattern as before peaks here in this case in 2009 because I guess uh, Australia member it was better handling the problem solid decline and slight trend up but a little better than other Western uh, currencies another one euro and CHF solid decline I guess another way to say the CHF or uh, Swiss francs been dropping euro is strengthening but at the end of the day <clears throat> what matters is it's peaked here 2007 decline flat no performance check uh, again your own check Let's see here monthly view same pattern this is this is very standard except except the euro and pound there's no performance but what I do find interesting is it did rally but the performance is, is the stability of the price is higher than anything else here like again with uh, euro against the Denmark or um, euro against the Swiss franc you can see it's much lower and it's still declining and again comparing that to um, the euro pound just looks better <laughs> but still you got no performance but just the the stability pricing seems to be higher than a lot of other currencies uh, euro Hong Kong pretty well that says it all right there it's declining euro against Hungary is an interesting one monthly view nice solid rally that's pretty good for all anywhere in Europe so Hungary's looking good. Uh, Euro in um, Norway, same thing. Trending up a little bit, but obviously Hungary's outperforming. You would think that some of the uh, all the Eastern European countries would be able to report the same as Hungary. That's not the case. Here's Poland, kind of going nowhere. This is similar to the pound. Uh, it's stable, but it's just going nowhere. You would expect this to trend. But no, no trending. And again, euro with the uh, Singapore dollar. We know that solid decline there. Uh, again, we we looked at the euro, Turkish lira. Here's an interesting one: euro U.S. dollar. This is our first U.S. dollar asset in, among the currencies. Uh, that's to show you how badly the U.S. dollar is performing. No one wants to hold it. It's at its lowest participation rate of holding in U.S. dollars since 1974. We know back then what went down with the oil embargo and all that. So Euro USD uh, short-term decline here. Uh, monthly view again short-term decline, but peaked just before um, May 2008. Okay, so we looked at a lot of these. Okay, did we look at India? Let me just make sure to show you that view very rock solid recovery since the uh, pandemic or the global sickness and one month of down and, and this probably will still outperform the US so that's a pretty good place to be I, I do like the look of that Netherlands and Euro uh, well this has done fairly well too but again has uh, been um, flat last few months um so again we've looked at majority of all these uh bum, 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 bum. 
Just looking for anything else that we haven't looked at. Okay, let's look at the oil. Been okay, so here's the oil price. It's been declining since October 27, a little rallying gone kind of flat again. So is that inflation? Um, it's 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 helped keep the overall prices down. From a monthly view here in 08, you can see that really spiked in 08. Again, WTI oil, and it's been going up up to about $80 and it's declined since. When it hits these levels here, uh, usually demand will drop off because people can't afford it. But look, it was much higher in 2008 and people could afford it and it, and it rose all the way up to 140 and the, and the demand dropped off. But here, it's quite interesting that the demand dro started dropping off at $80. So just from a uh, global level, consumer level, people can't take oil prices to be more than a buck forty or one forty, and now it's pushed up to eighty. That might be due to the uh, uh, variance as well. Sugar is another one, uh, very interesting one, rallying a little bit. But you can see it's already rallied earlier this year. You know the monthly view. There's a the rally right there. The volumes picked up because they figure out that um, sugar is a good commodity to be in in these kind of times. Wheat, another one. You can see it's dropping off monthly view starting to increase again showing no uh, but the volumes dropped off and that's wheat according we've looked at uh, blah 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 we're still in the very good and yeah, we've looked at a lot of these that's the state of the market right now oh copper copper is a good one so this is an industrial metal this is where the inflation you can see here between October last year till uh, May this year, that's where you're gonna start seeing real inflation because of the manufacturing, because copper is one of the base industrial products as an input cost, but it's been in solid decline since. Now, I don't know if this is related around the global sickness, but this is where people really started uh, to pay attention to the real inflation. That's what, what brought in the headlines uh, was copper. And, and, and just based on the base industrial metal because everything started going up as input cost. We can see here it's dropped a little bit and stabilized. Um, I definitely would say that's due to just these um, this variance. It's reduced global manufacturing. I just read that um, some of the major uh, Chinese manufacturers shut down uh, because of the latest uh, variant. Here's another rare one, uh, Australian US dollar decline I mean just remember this is a, sh a sign that the US dollar has gone up without a doubt um, monthly here but it's just been very flat uh, no trend anywhere as well but um, again if US dollar was really valuable you'd see more base uh, currencies outperforming one be held uh, in US dollar and we've only found two okay and uh, we'll leave it at that. Uh, as I keep saying, uh, there's really nowhere to hide out right now. It's not looking good. Um, but if you want to know more, what I would recommend, join the daily newsletter. Uh, we'll be talking about this tonight in the world of crypto. Because crypto is being affected, I'll be saying, explaining why. But there's no playbacks. They get put up uh, into my private uh, membership area. So again, that's at quantlabs.net.
slash contact to get on my email list is getting more critical. Uh, crypto is losing its luster as well. I mean, I just showed you down uh, 6% alone today. And it's been a very dismal week uh, last week as well. So just to let you know, and uh, if you want to know more, just get on that contact, join the newsletter, quantlabs.net slash contact. Other than that, thanks for watching.